Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to our wonderful and special program tonight, the Hour of Restoration, with Pastor Charles Yuka here at WBCALP, 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston Community Radio Station. I am here tonight to speak on this wonderful topic. I began to speak on this topic just last week. And we are going to continue to speak on the power of prayer. Our topic tonight is the need for prayer. The need for prayer. My dear friends, prayer is very, very, very important. The greatest power on earth is the power of prayer. A prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. A prayerless church is a powerless church. There are many churches all over the world, but how many are powerful? There are many churches all over the world, all over like, across America, but most of them are like social club. There is no power because there is no prayer. Jesus, whom we are following, Jesus prayed all night. Jesus prayed in season and out of season. The scripture recorded that Jesus prayed for 40 days and 40 nights in the mountain and in the wilderness. The Bible said that Jesus was praying. He was praying in Gethsemane and the tears coming from his eyes turned into blood. Jesus traveled in prayer. We are Christians. We are Muslims, we are Buddhists, whatever religion you are, prayer is important. It doesn't matter your religion. Prayer is important. If you can pray, you can do miraculous things. Prayer is good. I'm going to take us to the scripture tonight. If you have your Bible, please open to the book of Ezekiel chapter 22. I want to show you the need of prayer. Why you must pray. I have come to realize that without prayer, my life is useless. Without prayer, my life is worthless. Without prayer, I am, I am completely ineffective. Prayer is what makes me effective. Paul says there is an open door, but there are many adversaries. So for you to enter into the open door, you got to deal with the adversaries first. For you to enjoy the land, you must deal with the powers first. Tonight, I am speaking on this topic, the need for prayer. Don't forget that this is Pastor Charles Yuka. I am the senior pastor of Vineyard of Fruit Ministry, located at number 20 Shallow Street, here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. And tonight, I'm speaking on this wonderful topic, the need prayer. Now, I'm going to go to the Bible. I want to read the scriptures. Ezekiel 22, verse number 30. Ezekiel 22, verse 30. Tonight, I'll be prophesying as I pray in the name of Jesus. Now, see what the Bible says. The scripture says in verse 30 of Ezekiel 22, the scripture says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the herge and stand in the gap and pray before me. 
that I should not destroy it or destroy the land. Did you see what the Bible says? This is God speaking through the mount of Ezekiel. God was about to destroy a nation. He was about to destroy an entire nation. But God said, I'm giving you one more time. The Lord said, I was looking for a man who can pray. That's all I needed. All I needed was a man who can stand in the gap. A man who can pray. Yeah, that's all I needed for me not to destroy the land. But the Bible said, I found none. Nobody could pray. The land was destroyed as a result of lack of prayer. That's what it is. The same way the land of Israel we are destroyed for lack of prayer is the same way many people today are being destroyed for their inability to pray. He said, I sought for a man who can pray, but no man could pray. And I went ahead to destroy the land. My dear friends, God is calling on you now. God relies on you. You are a vessel. God is looking for a vessel to pass through, to use, to operate on earth. The devil is also looking for a vessel to operate on earth. Whoever you submit to will operate through you. I don't know who you want to submit to, but for me and my household, I have submitted to Jehovah Jireh. I have submitted to Elohim. I have submitted to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I have submitted to Jesus who died on the cross of Calvary for my sins. And he will operate through me on earth. I am a vessel to deliver people. God cannot come down on earth to deliver you. He must pass through a vessel, a human being. Only those who are available only through prayer. Are you ready to pray? God says, I am looking for a man. There is a family right now. You are passing through hell. There is a family right now. Nobody gets married in that family and stay married. There is a family right now. Everybody goes to jail. There is a family now. Everybody is suffering from addiction. But the Lord said, I am looking for a man who can stand in the gap and pray for this family. For this family not to be destroyed by the hand of the enemy. The Lord said, I'm looking for a man who can stand and pray. That's all I need. There are families in this country. Everybody is addicted to drugs. Every man that grows from this family goes to jail. They must, be, they must go to prison. Regardless, they must be imprisoned. Why? Because there is something that is running in the family. But the Lord said, if a man can stand and pray, he will bring an end to the calamity. I sought for a man who can pray, that I may not destroy the land, but I found none. I am praying that somebody will rise in your family and begin to pray. And you hearing the sound of my voice tonight, this is why the Lord has brought you to this radio station, to this message, that you are the one that the Lord is asking to begin to pray. Begin to pray for your sick mother. Begin to pray for your family. Begin to pray for your friends. Begin to pray for your nation. Begin to pray for your president. Begin to pray for your governor. Begin to pray. Because your prayer means a lot for God. Pray. Jesus said, pray in season and out of season. I look for a man who can pray, but nobody. 
But the Lord is telling you right now that you are. it is your responsibility to pray. The Lord is telling you right now, you have been called to pray for that family. You've been called to pray for yourself. You've been called to pray for your friends. You've been called to pray for this state. We need more prayers, not less. I look for a man to pray, but I found none. I look for a man to pray. God does not get involved until you get him involved. God does not get involved in the matter on earth unless a man involves God through prayer. That is why Jesus said to them, the will of God has to be done on earth. But what are we seeing today is the will of Satan, the will of the enemy, the will of the devil. Why? Because God is not the God of the earth. The Bible made it clear that the devil, Satan, is the God of the earth. Many people think that God controls the earth. No, God does not control the earth. The Satan has been given permission to operate on earth. This place belongs to Satan. And his will is happening every day. So for the will of God to happen, we must pray. That's what the Bible says. Because in heaven, the will of God happens automatically. But on earth, it has to be enforced to happen. That is why in Luke chapter 11 verse 2, Jesus said to, the, to, his, to his apostles, he said, when you pray, like I was speaking last week, the, the, the Lord said, when you pray, not if you pray, when you pray, which means prayer is not conditional. It is a must. When you pray, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. Did you see that? Thy will be done on earth. In other words, the will of God is not being done, but it has to be done when we pray. Jesus said, when you pray, these are the things to say. Say, our Father in heaven, say, hallowed be thy name. Say, thy kingdom come. Say, thy will be done. Why? Because it is the will of the enemy that is happening. It is the will of the enemy that people should die prematurely. It is the will of the enemy that people should die in accident. It is the will of the enemy that people should cause plane crash and kill innocent people. It is the will of the enemy that people should take up their guns and begin to murder people that have done nothing. It is the will of the enemy that people should murder people and kill people. It is the will of the enemy that people should become suicide bombers. But it is the will of God that you have life and have it in abundance. So for the will of God to operate on earth, you must pray. God does not get involved. God cannot force himself on earth. People must invite him. That is why Jesus says, I am on your door. I am at the door knocking. If you let me in, I come. Just look at this. Look at how powerful Jesus is. Look at how anointed Jesus is. Look at the glory Jesus carried. He is a son of the living God. But in spite of his power, he cannot just open your door and come in. He said, I have to knock. If you let me in, I come in. Jesus is knocking that you should pray. But many people are not praying. They are not letting him in. The Bible says, look in the book, in the gospel of Matthew 7, 7. The Bible says, ask, you shall receive. Seek, you shall find. And knock, it shall be given open to you. But many Christians are not praying. They are not asking. They are not knocking. They are not knocking. They are not praying. They are not asking at all. 
Unless you pray, nothing happens. Prayer is the key. Jesus started with prayer, and Jesus ended with prayer. Prayer is the master key. Prayer is the master key. The Lord says, I am I'm looking for a man who can pray, but I found none. I found none because I don't see anybody who has the ability to pray. The scripture said that many have gone their own way. Everybody has abandoned God. I came to prophesy in the land of Massachusetts that the glory of God will be restored. That the power of God will be restored. That people will no longer reject God. But when God is mentioned, people will be happy to accept God again. I pray that God's glory will be manifested in the, in the land of Massachusetts. I pray that the powers of the be, the demonic power, the forces of darkness, shall be destroyed and the will of God shall be done on earth. The will of God must be done. The will of God must be done. The Bible said, who can say a thing ah, and make it come to pass if God has not approved it? You got to pray. You got to pray. The Bible said in the book of Job, in the book of Job, the scripture said that there were messengers that were coming to Job. Evil messengers. Messengers with negative news. Messengers with bad news. Messengers with ugly news. They came to Job and they were coming frequently. They came to Job and they said to Job, they said, Job, your children have died. Job, your animals have died. Job, your economy has been wiped out. They were coming to Job. And the Bible said that Job was sitting down and Job was welcoming the messengers. And that was the reason why they were coming. They kept coming to Job. They brought him evil news. They brought him negative news. They told him his houses have been collapsed. They told him he has lost all his every, everything he had. He, they told him his children have gone. They told him his animals, the field, everything is destroyed. But Job sat down and Job was welcoming the messengers. But the Bible said at a point Job stood up. And when Job stood up, Job began to pray. When you look at the word of God, the moment Job began to pray, there was no way evil messengers could come back again because Job has realized that the solution to the problem is not to sit down but to rise up and begin to pray. I don't know how many news you've been getting. You've been getting negative news. Each time you look for a job, they don't give you. Every time you are being going to the court and go to jail. But if you can pray, I tell you, my dear friends, that problem will come to an end. When a man prays, God answers. Prayer is the key. I'm going to prophesy to somebody right now, hearing the sound of my voice. The Lord is telling me that there is, there is a man that needs to learn to pray now. You are a man, you are listening to me. The, the, the Lord says your, your spirit is willing, but your body is too weak. Your body is too weak. Even in the night, you really want to pray. But suddenly, something makes you to go to sleep. The Lord said, I should tell you that if you can wake up early morning and go to work, you should be able to wake up every morning to pray. Even when there is snow, when the weather is too bad, we Christians, 
we struggle to go to work. But when the weather is too bad, we cannot pray. We Christians, we feed our body. We wear good clothes. We eat the best food. We enjoy the body. But the spirit is being starved. The spirit does not eat food. The food of the spirit is prayer. Prayer. When you don't pray, your spirit becomes weak. And at that point, Satan will have access to you and can destroy you. Prayer makes you powerful. The greatest power on earth is the power of prayer. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. The scripture says something in the book of Jeremiah. As we are about to close tonight. In the book of Jeremiah, the Bible says, think Jeremiah chapter 29. There's something the scripture says concerning prayer. Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29. If you have your Bible, please open to the book of Jeremiah 29. And I'm going to read from verse number 4. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem into Babylon. Build you houses and dwell in them and plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Take you wives and beget sons and daughters and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husband that they may be of sons and daughters that you may increase and not decrease. Then verse 7, he says, And seek the peace of the city where you, have, you are. As the city prospers, so you shall prosper. You see what the Lord says? He said you have to, anywhere you are, you must increase and never decrease. You must increase and never decrease. You must increase and never decrease. When you look at the same book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 12. When you look at verse 11 and 12, the Bible says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thought of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. This is what the Lord says. He said, I know the thought that I have for you. It is the thought to give you peace, a thought to give you an expected end. It is not a thought of evil. Many Christians, we quote this 
passage of the Bible. I know the thought I have towards you. It is a thought of peace and not evil. A thought to prosper you and not to hurt you. A thought to give you a good end. That is what we quote. But there is something behind this word. The Lord did not stop there. He said in verse 12, he said, Then you shall call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me. So for the thought of God, even though it is the will of God, even though it is the thought of God to give you peace, my dear friends, God said, yes, it is my thought to give you peace. But that peace cannot come until you do what I am asking you to do in verse number 12 of Jeremiah 29. Many Christians will read verse 11, but we never go down to verse 12. 11 says, For I know the thought I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, thought to give you an expected end. We stop right there. We don't continue. The Bible said, Then, then you shall call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. If you don't pray, those thoughts of God can never manifest. If you don't pray, the will of God can never happen on earth. In heaven, the will of God is automatic. But on earth, it is not. We have to manually, if I can use the word, manually deploy the will of God on earth through prayer. We have to manually deploy the will of God in our lives through prayer. I'm speaking to somebody tonight that God gives you the ability to pray, the grace to pray, the power, the unction to pray, the grace to pray be released upon you in the name of Jesus. Receive the ability, the strength to pray. The Lord is giving somebody right now the grace to pray. If you believe that God is able to give you the grace to pray, I just want you to pray with me as I come back after this commercial. Just two minutes and God is about to release the grace. Don't forget that this is Pastor Charles Yuka here at WBCALP 102.9 FM. And I am the senior pastor of Vineyard of Fruits Ministries here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. <music> You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. All right, all right. God bless you. Don't forget that this is Pastor Charles Yuka, and this is Vineyard of Fruit Ministries, located at number 20, Charlotte Street in Dorchester. Tonight I'm about to pray. I'm about to pray for you that God gives you the grace to pray. That you receive the ability and strength to pray. Jesus said to the apostles, when he was about to go into Jerusalem, he came and found them sleeping. And Jesus was angry and said to them, can't you pray for at least an hour? My dear friends, the Lord says, an hour is a minimum time a child of God should pray. One hour. So anywhere you are now hearing the sound of my voice, I release the grace, receive the ability and strength to pray, receive the unction to pray. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the solution. Pray in season and out of season. Jesus prayed, and the Bible says he prayed all night. The Bible says in the book of Daniel that Daniel prayed four times 
facing Jerusalem. The Bible says in the book of James chapter 5 that Elijah prayed earnestly that it would not rain in Israel and there was no rain. I don't know who you are and I don't know where you are now, but I'm telling you one good thing, that prayer is the key. Prayer is the solution. In anything you do on earth, learn to pray. The more you pray, the more you have power. The more you pray, the more you have grace. The more you pray, the more you have access to heaven. May God give you the grace to pray in the name of Jesus. If you are hearing the sound of my voice, and maybe you have not given your life to Jesus, tonight is an opportunity for you to give your life to Jesus. Let me tell you something, my dear friends. Jesus is the way. He is the truth, and he is the life. Whoever that belongs to Jesus have nothing to regret. I'm speaking from this platform, and the word is hearing the sound of my voice, that Jesus Christ is Lord, and he remained Lord forever and ever. So if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, it doesn't take anything. Just make up your mind and pray with me tonight, and just repeat after me as I speak these words. And Jesus is going to visit you. Jesus is going to be your friend, and Jesus is going to be in your life. Amen. Just say after me. Say, Father, I come before you tonight. I give my life to you. I give my soul to you. I believe you died on the cross of Calvary. And because I believe from this moment, I give my life to you. I give my soul to you. I give my body to you. And therefore I decree that I am a born again in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said that prayer, I want to say a very wonderful congratulation because you have taken the bold step that you cannot regret. All right. God bless you, everybody, for coming tonight. Thank you for listening to this wonderful program, The Hour of Restoration. Don't forget that this is Pastor Charles Yuka. I am the senior pastor of Vineyard of Fruit Ministry. We are located at number 20 Charlotte Street in Dorchester. Number 20 Charlotte Street in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Our zip code is 0121. Our website is www.vineyardoffruits.com. If you want to call us, our telephone number is 857 857-269-7688. 857-269-7688. I pray that God will protect you. I pray he blesses you. Remain blessed until I speak to you same time next Sunday. We are here every Sunday, 7 p.m. to 7.30. Remain blessed in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. Amen and amen.